This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning on this Thursday. Bill Ryder with you, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. The NBA is having a week. A lot going on in the association. We will get to the good news and the bad news for Adam Silver and the NBA. Good news, Mr. Sarver is going to sell his team. Bad news, one of the most exciting new coaches in the NBA could reportedly maybe miss the entire upcoming season for what are alleged to be some some poor choices. we got a lot of football, though, lined up, including NFL picks. And um, I'm off to a bit of a rocky start. I'm exactly 500, so I'm going to go to the most desperate place I can go to and trying to turn around my NFL gambling season, and that is Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer. You know, if you listen to the show, that Tom may not be the world's most ardent gambler. May not be a thing that he really leans into, but I'm going to turn to his viewpoint, to his innocence, to his lack of, of, of his own money going into the, the gambling portal to turn things around. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We call it bet rider. It's call it, it's going to be bet the seller in about forty minutes. Even though that doesn't make sense. Uh, Rob Dibble does make sense. He'll be on the show in an hour. Friend of the show, buddy, longtime major leaguer, will join me to talk all things major league baseball. We've got buy or sell coming up in an hour and a half. I don't know what it's like because D Cell has sort of does different themes. We'll ask him later in the show, and we'll of course. Prepare to talk about Steelers at Browns, which is actually, it doesn't live up to the last couple games, which were incredible on Thursday Night Football. But I think Steelers-Browns, though, it's probably going to be somewhat of an ugly affair. And despite the fact, at least in their current incarnations, both these teams may, three or four or five weeks from now, look like bad football teams. They just may. They may be bad teams. The Browns without Deshaun Watson is a bit of an asterisk there. This is a rivalry. And each of these teams trying to get their season heading the right way in terms of momentum. Uh, if you want to call us, we have a way to do that. It's 855-212-4CBS. Twitter, Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. And if you want to give D-Cell some advice on helping me to pick a bunch of winners, because I'm actually going to put money down at D-Cell CBS on Twitter. All right, so pretty good night, pretty bad night. For the NBA. The good news, and we'll get on this, normally this would lead the show in about 20 minutes, is that Robert Sarver, owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury, who is suspended for a year 
after an independent investigation found that he conducted himself in a way that was racist and misogynistic, has decided to sell his NBA team. And yeah, he's going to be $3 billion richer, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, all the talk, all the consternation, all the criticism we had about Adam Silver, including me, that it wasn't enough, that he had to do, to do more, that Adam Silver could not allow Sarver to be an owner in this, in this league, in this association, and that a one-year suspension was paltry. When you set, look at it compared to the standard of, of Donald Sterling, all that goes away. Silver had a plan, didn't take long, Sarver going to be gone. We'll get to that in 20 minutes. It's good news for the NBA. Whatever your personal view, trust me, it is welcome news for, for Adam Silver. There's a bunch of rich people out there that want to own teams who don't bring baggage. And then news dropped last night that trickled out slowly and the details were filled in over the evening. In fact, by a burner account that first put the real personal details out there and then Shams confirmed them involving Ime Udoka. And I'm going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. I'll give you the seedy details about his personal life that are, I think, kind of gross to have to talk about on a national radio show, especially considering the fact that he is hes not married, but Ime Odoka has a, a long-term girlfriend, Nia Long. It's not his girlfriend. It's his fiance. They have a child together, 10-year relationship. The story involves Ime Odoka and the very real possibility he will not be the Celtics coach at some point in the foreseeable future. Let, let me tell you why. Yesterday the news dropped, and I believe it was Woj who first who first dropped this bomb, Woj bomb, that Adoka had violated team policy, organizational rules, and was facing a lengthy suspension. And normally, because this is the plight of my existence as a secondary job as an NBA insider at CBS Sports HQ, normally Woj or Shams drop some bomb that results in me and Sam Amick and Jeff Zilgit and everyone else that covers the NBA having to cancel their dinner plans, right? That's just like, for the rest of you, Woj bombs are awesome. For some of us, it's, okay, baby, I love you, but I actually can't make dinner with your friends, and I'm not making this up. But normally I'll get a text from the, the bosses there, like, hey, did you know about this? Do you know? And I'll, I'll have heard something, right? Won't have it, won't have it confirmed. You kind of know it's coming. No idea. Absolute mystery to me. And all I could speculate on was based on the language that Woja reported, it seemed like it probably involved something involving Udoka in his personal life. And the news came out in the middle of the night, and it was a burner account. I don't know if you saw this. It was a burner account that first put it out there that went viral, and then Shams later reported that allegedly Udoka had a consensual physical relationship with someone in that Celtics organization. And that as a result, and now this is Woj pushing the story forward, he faces possibly severe discipline that has not been decided on, but could reportedly include the entire upcoming season as a suspension. Now, from an NBA perspective, from a basketball perspective, from a Celtics perspective, it's, it's shocking. You're talking about a guy who's all about discipline. You're talking about a guy who was beloved in that locker room and who in his first year as the head coach took the Celtics in a crowded Eastern Conference to the NBA Finals. You're talking about a Boston team, at least for me, that is one of the contenders and one of the favorites to win the whole thing, but it they don't come without their own Adoka-free drama. Remember, there were rumors, there were reports, these were reasonable, that there was talk about trading Jalen Brown in the offseason. 
and Brown wasn't happy about it. And maybe it was for Kevin Durant. And what you require in that kind of a situation where a young team that made a run, one of their stars feels like they were betrayed by the organization, is a strong hand from a coaching perspective. Adoka not being around for any reason. Saw the light, decided to take up golf, won a poker tournament, whatever, would be a problem. This gets into the tawdry and the ugly. And one of the, the primary questions, and, and I was asked this morning by a colleague, I was asked by one of the news people last night, I was asked by some, some friends by text this morning, is the guy's not married, and even if he is, it's an indiscretion that's a part of his personal life, not his professional life. Why is this required? Well, let me tell you why I think it's actually necessary for the Celtics to drop the hammer and why, understandably, Adoka's not going to see it that way and that that combination could lead to more, much more, than a one-year suspension or a six-month suspension or whatever it is. Let's start with the Celtics. The reality is, the truth of the matter is, whether you agree, and I do, or you don't, and some of you don't, that the Me Too movement and a history in the last five or six years of powerful men in positions of power using that positions of power for sexual encounters at work that run the gamut, by the way, from consensual to not consensual, and the way that that reality has shaped culture, has created litigation, has created reputational damage for companies and people, the fact is, from my opinion, and certainly from corporations' opinions, you are not allowed to have sexual relationships, physical relationships, intimate relationships, if you're in a position of power with people you work with. Now, not to overshare here, but I always feel weird talking about other people's personal lives. I personally don't cheat on my wife and haven't. And I'm not going to pretend. I used to be really judgmental about that in other people, but I've been married a long time, and I understand marriages are complicated, and I've had friends who have gotten divorced and things have happened. So I'm not even making a personal judgment on Ime Odoka. And I'm able to talk about this because I actually have not cheated on my wife. But I will say this, having been in a position of power at various places, small, but I had a TV show once and had a staff, and having been friends now with people in positions of power, I've certainly seen the choices that those people can make and the way in which there's a temptation when you're powerful to think the rules don't apply to you. And that can be personal relationships with people it shouldn't be. That can be the expense account. That can be the way that you treat people. It can be a lot of things. It is bad for a company. It is bad for morale. And I promise you, my point is this, that whether you're married like me or not, whether you're you know happily married like me or not, if you ever get yourself in a position where you have some influence, where people report to you, you are told in no uncertain terms, you can't do this. It's, it, you're just, it, it is understood. So the notion that Odoka would be surprised by this isn't, is garbage. This is something he shouldn't have done. This is something, if it's true, that and I'm just talking from a professional perspective, the Celtics would have said to him, and Odoka would have understood, it opens us up to reputational damage. It opens us up to the interpretation of the nature of the relationship, if the person that you're having a relationship with sees it in a, in a different light, in a different way, and you can't do it. So from the Celtics' perception, this is a betrayal, and it puts them in jeopardy. And it created for Brad Stevens and everyone in that organization the choice between we cover up for this guy, right? We just don't let anybody know and we don't punish him. Because that's a choice. The reason we know about this is because they're about to suspend him. And they can do that. I'm not even talking about the morality here. I'm talking the, and I know that matters, but I'm just talking the, the, just the, the calculus of survival and success in the NBA in a business. 
But if they had done that, if they would covered up for Adoka and it came out, and it always comes out, or if whoever this woman he had a relationship with is, allegedly, had a different interpretation at some point of how that relationship transpired, and she decided to seek legal means, every person in the Celtics organization who knew is now tainted by that decision. And so for Brad Stevens, for ownership, for whoever made the decision with the Celtics, I understand why they had to do this, and I understand why they're angry, and I understand why they've made a decision to suspend him, which could certainly lead to his exit. But from Adoka's perspective, this is complicated. And again, I, I don't feel comfortable make passing judgment on human beings' personal lives. I certainly feel comfortable on passing judgment on their sports. I'm happy to tell you Kirk Cousins is an absolute bum. Happy to tell you Chris Paul is not the leader people think that he is as a, as a basketball player. Personal lives are different. And so I don't really like discussing this and passing judgment on Odoka. But I'll say, I can certainly speculate, that Ime Odoka, if he did have a relationship with a woman with the Celtics, if he did cheat on Nia Long, who's an actress, by the way, who he's been with for a decade or more, and they have a, is it an 11-year-old? I think it's an 11-year-old. They're engaged. For Odoka, this news coming out is much more problematic, I would imagine, than his professional standing. And it's not just a Celtics locker room where he's going to have some really, really difficult conversations he's going to have to have. This news coming out, I would imagine, I don't know the state of his personal life, is probably going to cause a lot of heartache and angst and anger within his home. And I know that the knee-jerk reaction, I'm sure the reaction from probably from my wife and a lot of people, is serves him right. Sure, but your work outing your extramarital relationship, and I know they're not married per se, so call it semantics here. She's the mother of a child. They've been together for for, more, for a decade or more. They have they have they have. She's got a ring on her finger. They're engaged. That's the kind of thing from Odoka's perspective that he's going to see as a betrayal. He's going to see as the Celtics putting his public life, his private life, excuse me, public. He's going to see in his own mind's eye, that he came in, he led this team, he did his job the right way, he didn't do anything wrong, maybe, and they've betrayed him. And so I think that is the major takeaway from this story. Yes, it's tawdry, and it makes for good headlines, and unfortunately lots of people love to talk about the powerful guy who cheats on his beautiful wife or fiance. It's ugly, and it's going to make make a lot of headlines and a lot of clicks, and TMZ is going to be happy. But I think the real issue here is this isn't the kind of problem that an organization and their employee, that the Celtics and their incredible, incredibly promising young coach in Ime Odoka can get past very easily. They just, they just can't. Because the Celtics are going to see it as a betrayal of the power they gave Odoka and a serious way in which they trusted him and he let them down. And Adoka's going to see it as they didn't have his back when he made a mistake, and they maybe destroyed his entire personal life. It's going to be ugly, man. And I actually have sympathy for everybody involved, including Adoka. I'll just say this. You know what the rules are. And all you had to do was pay attention. And it doesn't have to be Les Moonves, who used to be the person that ran one of my companies. You can look no further than the guy that ran CNN. Zucker, I should know this. Jeff Zucker, I don't even remember the guy's name. Apologize to him. That guy ran CNN, was one of the most powerful people in media, 
had a consensual relationship with one of his senior vice presidents or one of his powerful people that were part of the and he was fired. And that's not there's examples across the whole way. So Adoka's to blame here. Adoka's responsible. Even if I have sympathy for his fiance, for his kid, for his own personal life, this story and the one year suspension that may be out there, it is absolutely one hundred percent the expected outcome. I, I, I could imagine Adoka's not going to see it right. I'm lucky. I'm glad I've never been made that kind of a mistake in my own in my own marriage. But I have friends who have. Again, I was never talking to that before. But and I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, man, for Adoka, if this is the way it comes out from his employer, that's the kind of toxic thing that can make a one year suspension details that don't matter because it feels like there's two divorces coming. One that's a relationship. Maybe. I don't want to make jokes about it. But certainly between Adoka and the Celtics. And it's a bummer because, man, that guy can coach. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. And he shouldn't have done it. I get it. Not a good idea. goes without saying. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. At least the NBA has a little good news to fall back on. Robert Sarver, all the drama, all the disagreement, all the frustration, all the ugliness. He is certainly going to exit the NBA he announced he's selling his team. We'll get into that here on the show. And who might buy the team? A couple names that uh, might surprise you in the gambling world, the betting odds that are out there. A couple former presidents. God help us. And one guy that makes electric cars. And a few others next here on CBS Sports Radio. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays right now for every leg. You add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code RIDER, it's R-E-I-T-E-R, my last name, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code RIDER only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be president of state or lawful wager, 20 plus most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost option required. Deposit parlay and wager restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back to the show. I love this song. This was the song that was the big, the big hit, D-Cell. Or at least I was listening to a lot when I moved from Kansas City, Missouri, which I loved. I had a dream about last night. To um, to Manhattan Beach. So I associate it with, oh my God, there's not winter here. It's literally my associate. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. How you doing, buddy? You good? I'm doing pretty good. We didn't have uh, we didn't have Hump Day together yesterday. I was very no, we missed Hump that. Day. I was I was out yesterday. It felt it was an emotional Hump Day, not being. With you on Hump Day, it was really wasn't the same whatsoever. It was, but you had so Jody Mac. I want him to brand his his show the Mac Attack, but I feel like I'm the only one because you don't <laughs> seem to love it. Um, I don't know if, if Jody tells me he's in on it, then yeah, let's go for it. Mac Attack, yeah. Bogus doesn't like it. Well, what you don't know is the history, the full history of Jody Mac. They've done this before, years and years, years and years and years and years ago when it was just serious satellite radio and XM was its own thing. Competitors. Jody hosted a show with a man named Brian McGovern, and they were the Mac and Mac Sports Attack. I don't like that as much. It's a lot. There's a lot of words in that one. (laughs) Yeah, Mac Attack's kind of short, to the point, powerful. Um, very quickly, normally this would lead the show, but I owe an ex- a correction, an extension of my view, and so does most of the NBA community, to Adam Silver. The general prevailing wisdom when the news came out about the independent investigation into Robert Sarver and the findings that he had acted like a, like a bum, um, allegations of acting as a misogynist and, and, a, and a racist. This also comes after years of it being understood in the NBA community that this guy was perceived within his own building not to be the world's most likable guy and coming after an excellent piece of work from ESPN.com and reporting on all kinds of allegations. It's very similar to Sterling, right? An understanding of someone that maybe wasn't the best leader in a toxic workplace and then actual actions that were unearthed by that person that could constitute some kind of a punishment. Silver only, this is what happened a few weeks ago, only suspended the guy for a year. And people, including myself, said, not enough, not acceptable, this is ridiculous, what's the deal? And there was, I think I may have offered a small caveat, everyone else did, but it was drowned out by our rage, by our self-righteousness. Maybe, maybe if he's got a plan to get rid of him, it'll be fine, but I don't buy that. Well, apologies, and I'm silver. He went through whatever process he had to, and... He had a plan that wasn't quite as quick and declarative as what happened with Sterling, but the outcome is the same. Robert Sarver will sell the Suns. 
And that's it. He's, he's leaving the NBA. So please spare me, by the way, as part of this conversation, unless Bogus or Diesel want to argue, the he shouldn't get $3 billion richer. That's not how this stuff works. You don't get your property stripped from you for being a bad guy. You don't. You get your right to be an NBA owner. Yeah, he's going to make 2 or $3 billion. That's the way that it works, right? Walking into the world and using your First Amendment rights to be a misogynist or a racist don't mean that your home gets taken away from your car. It does, and I think should mean that your job and your standing in the community can be taken away from you. I think there's a difference. Someone's going to pay a bunch of money. And good for the NBA to, to get this guy out of there. He shouldn't own an NBA team. He shouldn't be part of an NBA team. And the first time I realized that the rumors about the guy were true was a year or two ago, I was on a plane. I was flying from Phoenix to New York City. I got upgraded to first class because I I fly a lot. So I was up there with all the rich people drinking the champagne. And I never, ever, ever speak to anyone on a plane. I I just hate it. I hate talking to people on planes because then I get their whole life story. I just want to be left alone to work. But I, a woman next to me, very distinguished, older woman, maybe 70, struck up a conversation. Turned out she's a partial owner of the Phoenix Suns. And I didn't ask her about Robert Sarver. We, I, I'm like, okay, I'm, I guess I should have this conversation. This is work, right? So we were talking about Chris Paul and his leadership. We are talking about all kinds of things. And unasked, unbidden, she goes, Robbie, I think she said Robbie. It's my memory, it's Robbie. Robbie's not as bad as people say he is. Now, I don't know how people speak about me when I'm not around. But if somebody walked up to Andrew Bogus on the streets of New York City, it wouldn't be Diesel because Diesel wouldn't give them directions. And they said, hey, I know Bill Ryder. I heard you do too. And he goes, he's not as bad as you think. Then that would not bode well. <laughs> that would not bode well. The fact that this, this, this minority owner offered – I wasn't asking about Robert Sarver. I didn't want to talk about Sarver. I figured I wouldn't get any real information. He's not as bad as people. He's actually – Robbie's very nice. That's when I realized they had a real problem in Phoenix. So congratulations to the Suns, really to, to, to the NBA and Silver for getting rid of them. Now, here are the betting odds of who will be the next majority owner of the Phoenix Suns. I love this stuff. Jeff Bezos is 2-1. to one. He's very rich. Bob Iger is 3-1. to one. He's rich and I presume very bored. Larry Ellison is 4-1. to one. Lawrence Powell is 7-1. to one. I don't, Laureen Powell, I don't even know who that is, but good for that person. Elon Musk is 8-1, to one. God help us. Then I'll skip some of these names. I'll go to Bill Gates at 16-1. to 50-1 to one is Donald Trump and LeBron James. I'm not being political here. Those are I'm separate telling, entries, correct? Separate entries. Yeah, okay. Not together. Okay. Not together. Yeah. <laughs> there is zero chance that Donald Trump is going to own an NBA team. Never going to, never going to happen. There's as much of a chance that that is going to happen as uh, Joe Biden, when he's no longer president, is going to go move to Alabama and decide he wants to serve in the Senate for that fine state. It, it's just, it's it's not a fit. And then you've got Kanye West at 66 to 1, oh please yes, and Barack Obama at 500 to 1. LeBron James at 15 to 1 is super interesting. Can you be an owner player? I don't think you can actually. <laughs> not on different do that, teams. Right? No, he'd have to leave. Yeah. He'd have to leave. Be amazing, wouldn't it? If he bought the Suns, I mean, Bezos, he's going to own a team eventually. You said Bezos a two to one. Yeah, he's the betting favorite. So that that's almost like we think he's going to do it, right? I mean, that's a, that's a really, yeah, I don't know, low number, high number. Again, I'm a gambling idiot. Like that seems like that we does he want to buy Third, an NBA team? Has this been discussed that, before? So basically, it's thirty three percent. I don't, I haven't seen it discussed. I think it's he's always sort of tossed out there, but it's thirty three percent 
are the betting odds that he's going to own the team, and then Iger is basically 25%. It's kind of what you're, and Ellison is 20%, and it works its way down. The thing is, you have to factor in people who are just going to waste their money. Like, Vegas will put guys on the board in situations like this. Right. Like, Donald Trump is just stealing, Vegas stealing money from you. It's people that are Donald Trump fans or people that don't really follow the NBA. And like, oh, that's funny. Or that's and, and making the bet. But I, I think you're right. I think, I mean, Bezos makes sense, right? He wants to be culturally relevant. He bought the Washington Post. He clearly cares about his reputation. The argument is he's gone a little Hollywood. He, he, and I'm not, again, not to get into much personal life stuff, but, but had a divorce and moved to, I think, Hollywood or Beverly Hills or somewhere, and is a little more in the scene in L.A. You know, it's, he's, uh, he looks a little jacked these days, kind of like D-Cell, and, mm. you know, he's, he's dressing kind of hip. Like, like I, and I've seen Bezos without a shirt on because of paparazzi vacation pictures. So look. he's even got that over D-Cell. I usually feel kind of sad when I see old guys who are trying to look ripped, but I did see a, like a guy the other day with 70 that was actually ripped, and it just made me feel so bad about myself. And I'm not 70. Yeah, but he didn't get ripped <laughs> at 70. He got ripped when you're supposed to, like 18, and he's just man- and he's just maintained it all the way to the finish line here. Was he? Was Bezos? Bezos was always ripped, or the other guy? No, the, your your guy, your 70. Well, the old man. Guy. Yeah. Oh, good for him then. He he deserves it. I I think Elon Musk. There, there, I can't imagine. I think that's another one where they're just targeting Elon Musk fans to put money down. I could be. I can't imagine the NBA Board of Governors would allow Elon Musk to own a team. I think it'd be cool, but if they think Mark Cuban's a headache, wait until Elon Musk is an owner. <laughs> what was the last team that actually sold, and who was involved in that that didn't get it that we could then connect dots from? That's a good question. So Sterling was two thousand and I don't even know seventeen, and Sacramento has sold right. In the last to, I can't say his name. I should know his name. Vivek Randive. I wasn't even close. River check. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like I, yeah, yeah. It sounds like I said river, river check. Um, the Kings are in a five or six or seven year timeline. It's a good question. I feel like we're forgetting somebody. The Pistons going to be a th- Pistons have new owners. They either do or they're transitioning to a new ownership group. You're right because I actually know that owner. Or a little bit. I know the people around him. D-Cell just did some research. Uh, it looks like the Rockets sold in 2017. Oh. Tillman Fertitta. Right. Yeah, yep. Oh, I mean, and the Nets sold recently-ish, didn't they? I mean, Joe Sy's not been the owner for a Joe long time. Sy, no, that's relatively new was, as well. I guess he was a minority. I think in some of these cases it was Oh, that's true. Owned, Already inside. Yeah. I'm surprised that, the, that one of the minority owners of the Suns doesn't have a, a, lead, a lead on this. Do you, any of you want to... Do you guys have a different view on this other than good job, Adam Silver? Because to me, it it rewrites my view of the initial suspension. Well, I just – how do we know that this was his plan? That this was – he goes, I can't do this because of whatever guidelines, paperwork, rules of the NBA. So we're just going to put this all out there and let the community force him out? Are we sure that's exactly what he did? Or he's getting a free pass now out of this? We definitely don't know. You're right. I, I think it's one of those you get credit for the outcome and maybe you get even a little bit of the benefit of the doubt based on past outcomes like Sterling. But I also think, I'm sure you guys saw Sarver's statement. I'll read you just part of it because it doesn't sound like he's apologetic. Quote, but in our current unforgiving climate, it has become painfully clear that that forgiveness is no longer possible, that whatever good I have done or could still do 
is outweighed by things I have said in the past. For those reasons, I am beginning the process of seeking buyers for the Suns and Mercury, end quote. So my read of that was, this is probably a guy that was pretty difficult to deal with, and Silver didn't want to argue and litigate publicly with an owner, so just suspended him and then applied a bunch of pressure. That, that's, I mean, again, it's all guesswork. I don't know. I haven't talked to you know, the, the person I sent next to on the plane. I don't think she's taking my phone calls after I just told that story. I guess I could try. Robbie. Um, it was crazy. Robbie's actually really nice. Is he? <laughs> I haven't asked about Robbie. First, he's a grown man with billions of dollars. He shouldn't be Robbie. Good or bad, <laughs> he should be Rob. I th- there's a 25% chance I'm making the Robbie part up. I I'm going with that. it. It was All right, you know what? It's, it was Robbie. Yeah, I, I think Silver gets the benefit of the doubt because I also, like, billionaires don't tend to do the right thing just because, oh, I, you know, I guess I'm wrong and I want to help. This, to me, has to be the work of a massive amount of pressure from players, from other owners, from Silver, from, from some combination. And if he was in this spot a while ago, I think Silver just would have announced he's selling the team rather than a suspension. But it's it's a good point, Andrew. It's just it's I'm just speculating. The only other thing that I could come up with, because I'm with you, reading that statement, Mr. Sarver does not sound apologetic. The only thing I could come up with is Sarver saying this is going to impact my bottom line negatively, so let me get out before that happens. Maybe. Maybe. I mean it's the thing is I think he was always gonna get I think the longer he waits to sell the team, the more the team is worth, right? I think teams are always going to go up in value. Right. So, like, I connected to that, like, this is kind of quick. Like, he only got suspended, what, 10 days ago? And within yeah. 10 days, he feels that he's not going to be forgiven by all of us. And why should he be? But, like, this is like, he didn't, it doesn't seem like he put up that much of a fight to stick around. So, what Silver Maybe did was get all of the business partners that they have, you know, deals with and said, listen, your bigger deals are in trouble, you need to go tell this guy you're not giving him any more dollars. That's a good point. I also think, I mean, Silver's an assassin. He he, he took out Sterling. Don't let the, um, you know, non-threatening physique of Adam Silver, I think, mislead you. I could certainly see Silver, because I know he's dealt with people in other ways, in smaller ways in the NBA. I could see him telling Sarver, hey, I'm going to suspend you. We'll go from there. You need to accept this or it's worse. And Sarver's like, ugh, fine. And the minute he accepts it, Silver then says, I'm going to actually spend the next 12 months doing everything I can to eradicate you from this league. You should walk away while you can. Is my... Yeah. But I guess I just, I tend toward giving Silver a bunch of credit. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm a little conflicted on him because the Sterling thing was kind of easy. Like, almost, like, there was nothing else for any other commissioner to do in that situation. Yes, but he got it right, and he got it right fast. Well, but, like, again, the only thing you could have gotten wrong there was to not get rid of him. Like, that was, he had to go. And then, didn't he, he was kind of weird around that Hawk situation where they had that, like, audio tape of a meeting that they leaked out. Like, he seemed to go easy on the Hawks after that. And, you know, I don't care about, the, I think, the play in touring, that kind of stuff, that's all bad ideas. So he doesn't get points for that stuff from me. So I'm, I'm a little conflicted that he was giving too much credit for stuff. And then he comes up with this, and I didn't think defended the decision well in that press conference. So I was a little Agreed. going in the wrong direction on him. So if he did mastermind this behind the scenes, then good on him. Yeah, and I guess either way, it's the right outcome. And sometimes when you work for an organization that does the right things, that has successes, people get credit, including those who didn't have anything to do with it. That's just part of 
right? Working for a company and certainly running a company. If you run a company and the company does amazing stuff, even if you had nothing to do with it, <laughs> you get the credit. D-Cell's shaking his head like it applies to the show. I, I get it, D-Cell. <laughs> I get the joke. I don't know what you're talking about. No, Bill's a really good guy. Billy. I, Billy's, I like Bill. He's been good to me. Hey, nice to meet you. I listen to the show. Look, Billy's not awful. Billy's He's not, not as bad as they say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Andrew, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the state of um the state of panic that I'm in. I'm going to turn my my gambling NFL week because I'm five and five, and I usually start pretty pretty hot. And that's not I'm that gonna, bad, by the way. I understand it's losing five, money five. in Vegas. Yeah, I like it could be. I mean, you could be two and eight. <laughs> okay. Well, now I feel worse about it, but I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn to diesel. Or I was going to. <laughs> until that. Comes. Not anymore. Do you have any games you really like this week, Andrew? I should have looked at games by now. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't give you a line. All right. I can check it for you. I, I have like an it. opinion next hour, but you know if me. If you want to stick around, head. you don't have to. If you want to come back next segment, I'm gonna go through a bunch of lines uh, and basically let. No, diesel. I'm busy next segment. You are? Yeah. yeah. That fruit punch has your name. That little bo- fruit box punch, box of fruit punch, has your name. It's box wine. Over. We're adults over here. <laughs> box wine. All right. Uh, let's um, let's get to NFL bets and the absolute uh, horror show that's going to be me trusting D-Cell with my money after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from the world's busiest update anchor, Andrew Bogan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. By the way, my daughter went and played bingo for like the second time in her life last week. Diesel, this is a true... Did I already tell you this? She won three times. Then there got we go. Bored. Not for me. It broke the family curse, though. I don't know. I feel like it's just a me curse. You think it broke the curse? <laughs> wow. All right. Let's um. Let's get into Bet Rider. Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Rider with Bill. All right, let's go through some of these bets here. Some of these lines. 
Cleveland, number keeps changing, but Cleveland, four-and-a-half-point favorites tonight, hosting the Steelers. Each of these teams are one-and-one. Unfortunately, and I I like him a lot, Trubisky kind of looks like Trubisky. Yeah, you just made a... You just made a face that I think is an accurate reflection. You made a face. He's not very good, is he? He's not, and I don't feel confident on the other side of the football either. I don't know. The Cleveland Browns just collapsed to the Jets. Do I really feel great about them? I know they're home. I uh, This game is just ugh to me. Yeah, I think, I think it's a pass for me because I, I don't know. Um, Chicago is hosting Houston. Oh my God, what a terrible game. Um, Chicago, our <laughs> two and a half point favorites at home against the Texans. I actually I actually kind of like Chicago in this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with your initial instinct here and say this is a horrible game. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be two for two and staying away. No thanks. All right. Uh, the Chiefs are mostly five and a half point favorites, though there is a couple places where the number is a little bit lower. Uh, at at Indianapolis, at the Colts, I just I always been on the Chiefs to cover. Like I, it's just a rule. The Colts look terrible. Six and a half, seven and a half, five and a half, whatever the number is. That's a lot, right? It's almost a touchdown. I like Kansas City. I'm with you on this one. The number doesn't scare me, even if it goes up to seven and a half. Uh, the Colts are going to be pressing. They need a win so bad. And this is the worst opponent for them to be playing. I understand Kansas City's on the road. It's not going to deter me here, though. Give me Kansas City. Buffalo are five-and-a-half or six-point favorites, depending where you look at Miami. I was going to say I like Miami. I think I'm just going to I think it's a. I think it's a pass. Don't let... I, I'm not a two-a-hater. Don't let those six touchdowns fool you. Buffalo is... is I, I know, I know this is a big Kansas City show. We just finished talking about their game this weekend. Buffalo is going to be dominant. They're going to do to Miami what they've done the first two weeks. Give me Buffalo in this game. You want Buffalo? Right, let me write this down. Yeah, that's uh, that's two uh, two road teams I'm taking so far. Yeah, I have second thoughts before the second began about, about put my money where your mouth is. The best uh, two teams in the NFL, though, I'm taking. Buffalo and Kansas City. Here's a game that I like, but I Cousins is so, so unpredictable. Because just when he thinks it doesn't matter, he'll play well. I kind of like Detroit as six-and-a-half-point dogs at Minnesota. I kind of like... Ah, that's a big number. It's a big number. Yeah, Detroit's getting a touchdown. Ba- oh, not quite a touchdown. It's on the road. I get it. I, I got to stay away. I'm not, How about, I'm not liking that. Carolina... With your favorite quarterback of all time, our two and a half point fa- two and a half point dogs, excuse me, against New Orleans Ooh. at home. You're really gonna make me take three road teams here. Yeah, I'm definitely not taking. You can't take all the road. All the I road mean, favorites. Me. I'm, I'm certainly not taking Carolina in this game. I guess I'll put my belief in Jameis Winston. I, I, I guess. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go New Orleans here. Another ugly game. How about the Niners as more or less a pick'em or one and a half? Depends where you look. At Denver, 
Denver's it's two offense, in some places. their offense has been so bad. So bad. Nathaniel Hackett can't figure out clock management. He can't get the plays in quick enough. They want you. They want you to take San Francisco here. I'm finally going to take a home team. Taking Denver? I like Denver. Nathaniel can't hack it? There you go. I mean, that, yeah. one's, that one's just can't miss. Writes right there. itself. <laughs> By the way, my brother and I do a, a separate thing together. He has Chicago, Kansas City, Detroit, Carolina, and San Francisco. I just pulled it up. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I can still change it. Hate everything about it. There are some all. So Tampa Bay is an interesting game. Tampa Bay, two and a half point favorites, hosting the Packers. Obviously, that is a huge, huge game. Now, the numbers move largely to one in a lot of places, so you can actually find three and a half in, in some spots. So it's like. It's more or less a pick which is interesting because Tampa Bay's at home. They're 2-0. They haven't looked sharp. The Packers didn't look sharp in week one. So whatever level of belief you want to extend Tampa Bay because of who you think they're going to be, you also probably need to extend that to Green Bay. And Maybe that Viking Vikings loss is, is an anomaly. It's, it's sort of hard to tell. But you beat a Bears team, it doesn't feel like it tells you much. I kind of like the Packers in this game. That's the theme of the week here. Road teams. Road like teams. It. I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. I don't mind a road underdog as much as I, as a, like a, a road favorite. Yeah. You've can, gone with three or four road favorites. Can I give you my favorite game of the weekend as well? Throw it to me. And it's a road favorite. Oh, no. Las Vegas at the Titans. I love the Raiders here. That Tennessee offense has been terrible. Ground game and through the air. They've been bad. They've been real bad. Las Vegas, Vegas, while they collapsed last week, they, they've been able to move the football. It's a really interesting game. Obviously, one of the, the, that'll feel like a playoff game because they're playing for their playoff life. That game opened at two and a half, two and a half point favorites for, for the Raiders. It's two, two and a half. It's mostly two, one and a half. You can get it one and a half a couple places. You think the Titans are going to go 0 and 3? I, I see it in your Rabel. eyes. You want to take the Raiders here, but your gut, your gut, because you've, you've been a Rabel backer. I you, know. You want to take the Raiders, but I feel like you're not going to. Yeah, well, my gut got me punched in the gut over the weekend when I bet on the Titans to cover, and they lost by 182 points to the Bills. I don't like any of your picks. I don't like a single <laughs> pick. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to not bet. I always bet. That wasn't very helpful. I gave you a theme for the weekend. Yeah, you did. Road teams. Road road favorites. Let's go. Hashtag lose money. All right, you know what the hell? I might just roll with it. Let's talk some baseball. Rob Dibble coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 